Hello and welcome to A Conversation with Open Minds. I am Kilburn, one-third of this great group that we have here. I am here today with Noah. Hello, everybody. And I'm also here with Randall. So you're right, everybody. Good evening. Today's topic is going to be a little broader than usual. We're going to talk about family life and fatherhood and kind of what it means to be a father, the ups and downs of fatherhood and experiences that we've had. And I think we'll just get right into it as to whoever wants to go stuff first. All right. So I kind of brought the subject up and thinking that'd be something that we could all relate to since we're all married. We all have kids here. Um, and basically, it's something that um, it's kind of uh, just what we do. Um, I don't think too many people think about um, what it is being a parent. Um, at least not right away. You know, when you're younger, you have all these ideas. You say to yourself, I ain't never doing that. Or you say, yeah, one day, maybe, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But as something that we do, we're in it. Um, it's not something that we really, um, you know, have any uh, support groups. I mean, there are groups that get together, but guys usually don't do that. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of have a discussion about it is because as men yes. go, uh, we usually don't talk about these kinds of things. And sometimes we do, it's a very structured, you know, there's a men's group through a church or a organization, or if you're having trouble in your marriage and you go to counseling and those kinds of things, mm -hmm. you know, I always feel like just mental health in general should be taken a lot more serious in no our doubt. society. No um, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, medical insurance and all that and the medical, uh, things, but mental health is part of that. You know, if you're not right in your brain and your head and your emotions, um, you're going to make some bad decisions. You're going to do some bad things. And sometimes those decisions can be very, um, far reaching. Um, I don't want to get into anything that's going to create any controversies with, uh, us and our marriages. Um, you know, there's, there's no, yeah. there's no issues that I'm having. Right. Um, but in general, you know, we talk about parenthood and fatherhood. Um, I think that it's, and I think that all three of us are good fathers, um, you know, without getting too deep into everybody's personal life, you know, um, you know, I've known Randall for a few years. I've known KT for a few years now. And, um, you know, I think when everything's said and done that, you know, I think that myself included, we're three good fathers. Um, Kate, Ra Randall just had his boy go yes, off to college. Yeah. Yes, he did. Congratulations. Congratulations. Man, that's pretty, thank you. That's pretty monumental right there. The whole thing, even though. With you and your son, it wasn't like he moved out of the house and you had to set all this up. And it's still a big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can talk about when a boy becomes a man, um, the things that go along with it, and what we're thinking and what we're feeling and all that. But, you know, when your son goes to college or your daughter goes to college, that's a big deal. So congratulations on that. But so, yeah, in general, you know, just talk about what it is to be a father. Uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking about is how different it is when we're single. Uh, versus becoming, you know, getting into a relationship. You have girlfriends over the years and all of a sudden one of those relationships just going and the next thing is ah, maybe we'll move in together mm. and you get, get engaged and then you're married and then you're living <laughs> together and then you've got kids and it just snowballs. And as the older we get, the more time flies, easier it goes and all that. And um, you don't realize it and, uh, until you're in it. And you're doing it. You're making those decisions as the, you know, as the father, you're typically the head of the household. Yeah. So the wife's going to look at you and say, well, what do you think? And you're going to look at her and go, well, I think this, 
but I know whatever I say, you're going to disagree with. So what do you say? And that leads to an argument and that doesn't bode well. So, you know, it's, it is tough, I think, to be, you know, to, to be, to, to be a good father, to be a good husband. And in general, it's just to be a good man. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different types of people out there, but I just felt like having a little bit of a talk about it, you know, and Randall said earlier that, you know, we could talk about everything that is fatherhood, mandom, and, you know, all of it, and it could last forever. So <laughs> I just felt like, I just felt like we should just have a little talk about it, the three of us, and just kind of throw our thoughts out there and all that. So that, that's how I wanted to start it. So, you know, if anybody else wants to kind of throw their, um, Two cents in, and, and we'll take it from there. Okay. KT, you want to go, or you want me to say? Good, man. Okay. Well, I think, well, to me, this is my personal opinion, that fatherhood for me has been one of the most important uh, titles, being a father in my life. I think so. And it's because of just a lot of personal um experiences that I had to go through. Um, I think I've had to be a father on every different level, being single, being married, you know, having not to get too personal, having a child living with you, having a child that doesn't live with you full time. And I think the most important thing for me is uh, fatherhood is being consistent. You have to be consistent as a father. Um, and when I say that, uh, I mean like consistent in who, because I think, and we're going to probably delve down deeper into this. Being a father, first, you got to know who you are as a man. I think that's step one, because you have to know who you are as a man before you can go have a child and show them who they are, try to help them become who they are. I think that's the base. Um, yourself. And I think that's sometimes where we get into trouble. I think that's something that I uh, struggled with because I didn't have structure in my, with my own parents. And I'll just leave it like that. Uh, So when you don't have that structure, because I don't want to get off topic, um, you have to develop that. Sometimes you develop it through mentors, you develop it through grandparents, uh, uncles, aunts, whoever you have to look to even though or if you don't have a father figure or mother figure, you can still have that structure or that basis to um, and now we focus on fathers to being a good man, a good person first. And once you have that base, I think then you can delve into, okay, now um, I have a, a son or a daughter. I can pour what I know into them to help structure them into becoming uh, who they want to be. Does that make sense? I'm just starting it out here, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because to be honest with you, before I had my first son, I mean, I had an aunt, an aunt of mine tell me. Um, she said, baby, and you know how our aunts talk to us. If you wait for everything mm-hmm. to be perfect in your life to, uh, you know, get married or have kids, you'll never do it. And I've seen that. Not saying that you should rush into it, not right. saying that you should be unprepared, but nothing is ever going to be perfect. Uh, perfect. I didn't take the perfect route to my family, but I feel like uh, I'm getting a hold on it now. And uh, it's a learning experience. I learn every day as a father. And as we keep 
keep talking here, you know, I get into some incidents. I can talk about my son. I can talk about my daughter. I can, you know, we'll get into that. But um, it's a learning experience. And I had to learn myself quickly and even on the fly um, because I had my son at a pretty young age, uh, you know, 24. I was pretty young, Um, but I was mature. His mom was mature. I think we did pretty good having him. Um, but before I had kids or even thought about that, when I moved out of my, uh, parents' house, I didn't want kids. I didn't want to have a family. I just wanted to be me. And that's because of several reasons. But then I, you have, like I said, it goes back to, you have to find yourself as a man and find that basis of who you are and what is your, what is your, first you got, like I said, you have to be consistent as a man and find out who you are as a person, what you believe in, because I feel like everything and the things that you believe in, you pour into your kids, whether you want to or not. So you have to be mindful of what you tell your kids, what you show your kids, even the, um, you know, even stuff that you think they're not seeing because young people are always watching you. They might not talk to you a lot, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're emulating you. And uh, that's what I want to, yeah, that's what I, I'll get into some more stuff, but I wanted to say that in the beginning. But yeah, those two and picking up all our bad habits and bad exactly words. consistency, and you got to have that firm basis of who you are as a person. I think before you delve into fatherhood, so that's what I wanted to say off top. And I, I agree with all of that. Um, the problem I think is is when you're at a young age, you that's not what you're thinking about. You're thinking no. about today. You're thinking about now. And it's even like talking to a, a younger person about retirement. And you yes. say, you know, if you, you know, when you get a decent job and you want to get into retirement, you need to start thinking about that now. And they're looking at you thinking, dude, I got 30 years. Why do I have to worry about that now? Yes. Well, because in 30 years, you'll have a decent nest egg, not realizing that retirement is not going to be there for you. You have to create it yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you're younger, you don't think of, long-term you don't have long-term goals you have goals to next weekend and that's <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and so when you get into a relationship with somebody still that thought isn't there of but what if um and so sometimes yes that route to fatherhood is not your traditional way that you know it should happen in a way um it, it's it's kind of all over the place and so yes consistency is correct um, you learning who you are before all of that is also very important. I pretty much said that all the time is you have to know who you are as a person before you add somebody else to the mix. Cause exactly. the minute you add somebody else, you now doubled what you're going to have to do, but you have to split yourself in half and worry about somebody else and yourself. Exactly. Uh, so it, it's trying to build that mindset, which I think that's what parenting really is more about is, trying to build their minds to be prepared for what we weren't prepared for and hopefully live better lives than what we did. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and yeah. so I, I think that's kind of the overall um, view of that. And there's a gazillion ways to be a parent. There's a gazillion ways to, to uh, raise children. <clears throat> I think part of what happens is you don't want to do what happened to you. And so you almost go clear across the other side of the spectrum um, and and do probably more than what you should and and sometimes overdo it. Mm 
because you don't want the same thing that you kind of went through to go through, go through them. Another bad experience is just in some some ways, like you know, you may not have got always got what you wanted, and so in your head you can, you're going to say, "I'm going to give my kid everything," which sometimes can will cannot be good. I mean, if right. you overdo well, it, you yeah. spoil them. Really, you don't realize right. you're spoiling them, but you're thinking you're doing the good thing by giving them what you didn't get. Whereas you're not really teaching them to appreciate what they're getting. It's almost, it's almost building a sense of entitlement. And I'm not saying with everybody, but that's what you can build with that when you just give the child everything that they ask for and everything that they, everything that they say they want. <clears throat> just because you're thinking I'm doing better by them because I didn't get all of that. So, yeah. so that's what I got so far. Now, I will say this. And I don't want to step over you, Noah, but the the role models that i had in my life i had you know i had one role model i would say my grandfather i'll give you that one example me and him we were very cool to this day i love man you know uh we try to talk once or twice a week you know but my grandfather um and i learned this i noticed that uh i picked up different different personality or different personality traits or characteristics from a lot of you know, like maybe like two or three different people. And then I took on and I've noticed that I've given that to my children. Um, you know, uh, like my grandfather, like I said, he worked hard. He went to work. He provided for his family. You know, all of his kids were successful. He's been married for umpteen years, you know, but he was a very quiet, very quiet uh, person. Um, strong. He went about his business. Um, he didn't say too much unless he had to, but when he said something, when you pushed him, he said something, you knew he was serious. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he liked to do his things, whatever it was, watch football, watch TV. And that was him. And I noticed that that has become me a lot. I noticed that, you know, he's the type that he could be in his house all day. And he's fine doing whatever he needs to do around his house. He doesn't have to be around a whole bunch of people to be happy. You know, mm -hmm. that's just him. And I just noticed that's that's one side of me. I can be like that. I don't have to be around mm -hmm. a whole lot of people to uh, to be happy and to be content. That's me. And right. I have another example that a mentor of mine, really close to him. Um, he's outgoing. He works with young people. He, you know, try to be in a lot of um, young black men's life. So as he's mentored them, they've gotten older and and had and now have their own families. And they always come back to him and thank him. And he's like just that person you can go to and talk to and give an encouraging word. But he's strong. He believes in being a man, working with your hands, working hard. Um, but no BS. And that's that's a side of me, too. You know, so I, I think I've tried to, you know, you have multiple sides of yourself. And I noticed that that's me. Right. Like you can you can take different concoctions and pour them in a cup and it becomes you. And I noticed that I'm starting to or have given that to my own. Well, we'll lose a man now, my own son. I can see those type of things um, that I've given him, you know, mm -hmm. um, that where he's, you know, like that strong level head it can be quiet um so i think that's part of it too you know it, it doesn't have to be one set role model 
like your father that helps you with fatherhood. It can be an uncle. It can be a mentor. It can be a grandfather. It can be whoever, you know, that helps right. you along the way. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think we, I think we grow too and change. Like, you know, part of, you know, discovering and, be, and realizing who you are is um, it's a journey. Um, so, you know, the, the good thing about, you know, having a family and, you know, getting in a relationship that you're going to get married and, and then having kids is that it all, it's a process. It's not like one day you wake up and all of a sudden you're married mm-hmm. with kids. Um, although maybe one day you realize it and you're like, whoa, where the last 15 <laughs> exactly. years For some go? people it does. Which does happen. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, being in a serious relationship and, you know, have the ups and downs of, of having a girlfriend and having that significant other. And then, you know, the process of being a young couple, being married and then, you know, hey, we're going to have a baby. And then the nine months it takes for that baby to develop and become a person and, and a new addition to the family. So it is a bit of a process and you learn along the way. And, you know, um, and, and having those role models definitely helps and having that that inner compass kind of getting you to where you need to be. Um, you know, I think that, the, that we have it. Um, you know, I, I've, I've worked with people that that inner compass kind of ticks a little bit one way or the other, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to the left or the right a little bit. And, and you're just like, bro, don't, don't yeah. do that. Why are you, you doing like, that? And they're like, I don't know. Like, you're, yeah. looking at them, you're looking at them like, you have children? Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, I think that, that that's a good part of, of the, the process is that there is a process and it's not like all of a sudden, boom, you're there. So, you know, and, and shoot, I mean, I'll, I just turned 48 and, um, you know, everybody's different stages in right. life. And, you know, my daughter's going to be going to college oh, next yeah. year and then my son will be going to high school next year. So then he'll be going to college in a few years after that. And it's, Man, yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, and and you know, th- and then to look around and think that, you know, that and Randall, you're you're even you know further away because you got the young one in there. <laughs> I can't even see. It. I can't even you'll, see the end right now. You'll get there. See the end. Right. Exactly. You'll get. But to, but even for me to think about one day the kids will mm-hmm. move out and it'll be just my wife and I and we joke about it just in passing. But like that old couple that walks down the sidewalk in front of our house, like well, that's going to be us one day, and and it's like joking, but it's like no, that is going right, to be us yeah. one day. You know, um, it's part of the journey. It's and it's life I in will. general, but okay. um, it, it's pretty cool. It, it is a good journey, though. It's it's an amazing process, and you know, I don't think any of us would trade it for. I will say world. this. Oh, go ahead. Gabe. No, no, go ahead, man. No, I say I will say this. There are definite challenges in being a father, especially. I mean, nowadays, especially, but I'm sure back when you know in the 80s or the 90s or whenever it was always challenging because yeah i feel like just fathers man i don't know it's just me they don't get the love <laughs> that much. I'm like, man i'm getting up every day i'm going to work you know what i'm saying i'm making sure right. the lights on like chris rock used to say man you make sure the lights on the mortgage right. made, and you can't even get the big piece of big chicken. piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always like, think man, about I just, that. Not saying that mamas don't need. I know that no. birth the baby. I, I get yeah. all of that. I get that. But the challenges of fatherhood to me is, I feel like sometimes the society says because the mom births the baby, is nurturing the baby. 
you know, that her gender role is elevated more than fathers. And don't get me wrong, people listening. Please, I love the mothers. <laughs> I love the mothers. Let me let, oh, me, yeah. let me preface oh, that. Yeah. I love the mothers. I love very y'all. Touchy area. Let blessings on y'all if y'all listen to this. You know, right. but all I'm saying is like, especially like when you're in the home, because you know, the to me, the father, this is why I say where the conflict comes. The father has to set the tone because I don't want to get too biblical, you know. But when you raising young people. You got to have structure. That's why. That's why uh, I don't. I don't want to get biblical, Noah. But that's why we have a mom and a dad. <laughs> you know, that's why we have a mom and a dad because mothers tend to be not all mothers. Let me not generalize that. Tend to be softer and letting the kids, you know, get away with more. And the daddies are there to bring that structure and backbone because you don't, especially for men. I am big on this. And I'm not saying you have to be authoritative all the time. No, because I've learned that you can't do that either. You have to mix and match. You have to know when to talk and when to be stern. But I've seen it out there. It's nothing so, worse. Go ahead. Well, so, so with what you're saying, um, I, I've always described it as 50, 60, 70, 100 years ago, there were very defined gender roles. Yes. And it was men went out and went to work. The wife stayed home, took care of the house, took care of the kids. That was yes. very a defined role. Whether it was right or wrong at the time, it was pretty much that's just the way it was. And you still try to carry that same structure as you're going through life, not realizing that the lines between the men and women uh, working, not working, are getting blurred every day. Well, I'm not saying that structure. I'm saying structure. <laughs> no, no, as, but as I'm saying, but, as, yeah. No, I'm saying, but because that's happening now, your roles are almost reversing, or there you have both parents that are working, and so it's it the whole role of one being the other is not yeah. as defined as it used to be. Um, not. I mean, not saying you can't be the man, but you can, but you can't be the man of fifty years ago. Um, you have to be a little different than what was you know what was in this what is now you have to realize that time's changing and you have to change with the time um a little of what you're trying to do maybe not the core of your um teaching for your child maybe not the core of that but you have to almost change sometimes the delivery of what it is you're trying to get across to your children yeah yeah because i mean my daughter uh right now she she's at that age she knows how to play the game man how to manipulate you know what i'm saying oh man oh, yeah. i can tell you you know kids 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 are smart way ways. smart ways we don't even yeah, realize you, you know they know how it. to manipulate you and it, you know dad turns into the bad guy because he says hey man you got to go to bed you got to get up for school anymore you know what i'm saying but i'm trying to bring structure to your life because 20 years from yes. now, you're going to thank me for that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to thank me for being like that. Now, I'm not saying be drill sergeant because right. that can have an adverse effect, too. But I am Absolutely. saying that, uh, you know, I just feel like sometimes uh, fathers get a bad rap. And I do understand there's a lot of dads out there not doing what they're supposed to do. I get that. But 
all I'm saying is I just feel like the fathers, man, their role is thankless because it's a lot of good fathers out there. I talk to right. them and it's like right. they're just doing their thing. Not that we have to get patted on the back for being a father. No. That's, what, that's what we signed up for. No, no. But, but I, in, the, in the same way as you elevate, um, you know, the woman role and the wife, all you're saying is, is elevate the male just a little bit. Yeah. Like ones that are that, doing good. You ever seen that Cosby show where um, Cliff always says every year I get a tie. <laughs> you, know, you, can't, you know, you can't be creative. I get a tie every year. Right. Like the kids are like, no, we give you other presents. And he brought out all the gifts that they ever gave him. And he put them on and they were all these $2, $3 gifts. That was, you know, ridiculous. And the mom always got like these big tanners or these nice right. things. And I'm just Well, you could you could see that there's a big difference between Mother's Day and Father's <laughs> exactly. Day. Exactly. The cards. Exactly. Are, Dad gets a grill. Yeah. Mom, gets a, mom gets a new diamond ring. Mother's Day, you can't get into a yeah. restaurant anywhere. Father's Day, man, you can yeah, shut no. down the whole restaurant. <laughs> Nobody in there. <laughs> Nobody in there. You know what I'm saying? And I understand yep. it. I get it because I love my mama too. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I'm I'm saying let's give me at least a slice, a slice of the pie. I, I almost think what what we're saying is is we're not saying we're taking anything away from the moms. We're saying yeah. the scales are a little upsided, and all we're trying to do is bring ourselves up just a little bit. Exactly. The big piece yeah. of chicken. That's yeah. all we're really saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all we're asking for. Big piece of chicken. Yeah. It's a big piece. That's just crazy, man. And that's my whole thing. So, you know, I'm uh I think that everybody and then you know, I mean we all we all deal with that being the bad guy, like as far as having to bring the structure mm-hmm. to our homes or making sure, you know, but um I think it's a mix and match. You know, um, mm-hmm. like I'm learning now and I'm sure KT's already been through this and Noah's mm-hmm. learning this, that now with my, especially with my son, he's getting to that age where he feels he doesn't really need his parents as much, um, mm-hmm. that everything I can teach him, especially in sports that he mm-hmm. knows already, he, he surpassed me in athleticism. So right. he's like, I don't even want to talk to you about that because you know, you know how that goes. So, mm-hmm. you know, it hurts my feelings a little bit, but right. but uh, I have to let him open his wings and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, make, make, make some mistakes. But like I told him, when Noah told right. me, I don't want the, the big five mistakes. You know, we don't want right. those mistakes. Right. <laughs> you, you are correct about that. I, I told him that, mm. man. I said, uh-uh, we don't want those. Right. We want to we make sure you have, you know, if you're going to have any mistakes, have small mistakes. So, that's that's what I was saying with that. I just want to, you mm-hmm. know, reiterate that. Hey, man, fathers need love too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We might yeah. be big and tough, yeah. but we love, man. Pat us on the back sometimes and say, "You know what, Dad? You're doing a good job, man." Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of patting us on, mm-hmm. instead of patting us on the back like my my daughter does, Daddy. Can I get five dollars? Can I go there? <laughs> it's like every time we go to the store, she wants something. Like I'm supposed to buy her something. I'm like, it don't work like that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Nope. So uh, I don't know if y'all want to add anything to that. Or, you know. Good no. No, I was just gonna say so, and it was it was actually just three things. I just have three rules that I want my kids to uh, abide by, and. Um, some of them are more uh, the 
so the three rules are no mm. felonies Big. ever, no felonies ever, no addictions mm-hmm. ever. I mean, everyone's addicted to coffee, sugar. They're not good, but Mm-mm. no, don't get hooked on drugs or alcohol. Yeah, let's not do that. No drugs. There are no addictions. And the third one is, don't get pregnant until you're done with college. Mm. Okay. Now, if you're not going to college, you got trade school. Same mm-hmm. thing. Get done with your education because once you have yes. a baby, everything is different. Life changes. Yes. Life is almost over. And to get back into that mode right. of either going to school or studying for something, Tough. it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. So those are my three rules. So don't ever get uh, a felony. Don't ever get addicted. And if you're going to get pregnant, don't do it until after you're done with college. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I mean, hopefully, all you hopefully. can do, you can, you can point them in the right direction and hope that something you said sticks with them. And I, I say that in the terms of, Every now and again, I can hear my, my mom or I can hear my grandmother saying certain things in my head that makes me always realize that there were certain things they said that stuck with me throughout my life that put me on that right road or put me in a, a, a better place. Um, and so I always think that hopefully you've said something. Hopefully you've done something that maybe your son or your daughter will kind of have to make a decision and you can just hear his dad's voice in the back of his mind saying, you know what, I'm not going to do that one today. Mm. I'm not going to make a mistake today. Um, and, and you know, cause I don't know if you guys have ever said it, but I've started to realize the older you get, you start to realize you sound like your parents. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, you start realizing, oh, yeah. and that's when, th- that's when the realization is, and they were right. <laughs> they knew exactly what they were talking about. <laughs> you know, it's like, I didn't know what I was talking about at 30. Mom exactly. knew better. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, that whole thing of, uh, because I said so. Once I embrace that and realize that now I'm my father or my grandfather, <laughs> then it's like, okay, it's, it's, it is what it is. This is where I am. And, and you know, do with you, that because I said so. It's right. funny you say that. I always say that so, at some point, somebody has to be the adult and somebody has to make the decision. And you can go back and forth all day long and you can, you know, be as diplomatic as possible. But sometimes someone has right. to say no. And that's it. You know, I mean, there's nothing more to it. Um, so because right. I said so to me, softened up is really someone has to make the decision. And when yeah, and it could be it could be multiple dis- reasons why, or absolutely. it could be one reason, or be just there's no reason. Right. Just, that's it. He's got to make the decision. Someone has to put an end to this and say, no, we're not going to do this. We're going to do this one instead, and that be the end of it. But yeah, go ahead, Noah. So <clears throat> there was one more thing I wanted to kind of say, and this is kind of more of a self reflection. Because, um, you know, fatherhood aside, when you start talking about midlife and, you know, the reason it's called midlife is because basically you're halfway through your life and it's a depressing thought, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, all three of us are basically halfway there, give or take Mm -hmm. a few years. But, but, but to tie in back to the fatherhood being a parent, you know, uh, part of me, you know, as, as me as I am, there's a few things that I've got floating around in my head, things I'd like to do, um, whether they're big things or little things. And it just started to dawn on me that, you know what, even if I really told my kids, Hey, I'm not going to be around forever. You know, if I don't get this done, I want you to take this on. And it, I realized it dawned on me that that's not what they're there to do. They're there to do what they want to do. If, if, if my passion ties into what they want to do in life, then that's mm-hmm. fine. Right. But all the things that I want to do and get accomplish and get done, mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and part of that is when you, when, you know, unfortunately we've had friends that have passed away and you realize that we're not going to live forever right. and we're not going to be healthy, wealthy, and wise forever. And, you know, by the time you're 90, you know, yeah, you might live another 10 years and be a hundred, you know, hopefully mm. in good health, but you ain't going to be running marathons. Uh-uh. I'm not going to be building things in my backyard when I'm 90. Right. So those are the, you know, there's things in life that you, as, as an individual, that you have to realize that this is up to me. If I want to do this, if it's something that is important to me, I've got to get it done. And, you know, and there, and it's always that balance of your family life, your family obligations, your work and career obligations, and then your personal oh, stuff. Oh yeah. No know? doubt. So no doubt, man. It, it's just, it was one of those things that hit me a while back. And, you know, a couple of years ago, it really started to sink in. And sometimes those things take a couple of years to sink in, you know, and you're just, tooling along, doing your thing. And, oh yeah, there's that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to get that out and just kind of say that for myself and just kind of think that, you know, my kids are going to do what they want to do in life. And as much as we want to try to control them, you, you can't. Millennials, millennials you can. are different, man. They're different, man. <laughs> I, you know, that means Randall, that means you're old. When you say kids, these oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, we are the get off my lawn. <laughs> I will say uh, yep. one thing. I just got a little quote um, before I said, hey, man, if anybody's listening out there, whenever as a father, whenever you have a child, is 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 you have to be consistent with that child. Mm-hmm. Spend time with that child. Yeah. I don't care what's going on. If you're married or if you're not with the mother or if you're good friends with the mother, just be in the child's life. Be consistent as you can spend time with the child and it'll work itself out. And my quote is this, I read this today and I want to share it with all the fathers out there. And it said, the quality of a father can be seen in his goals, dreams, and aspirations. He sets not only for himself, but for his family. So what you do, how you, you set, and that goes back to that, to that structure. Mm-hmm. And and how you see yourself and how you you plan that out, play itself out in your family. That's what I took from that. So I'll leave leave it at that. Yep, I agree with you on that. That you uh, have to realize your decisions once you decide to, you know, have a relationship with somebody. Once there's a child on the way, whether it is a surprise or it is you know, expected, you have to start realizing your decisions are going to mean something because now you're making decisions for three people or four or five or however big the family is. Um, and you have to do some real, uh, some growing up, probably faster than maybe you wanted to at 25 or at 22 yeah. or whatever. Um, so yes, you'll have, you should have fun with your life, but you really added a heck of a lot of responsibility that, really takes precedence now over to going to the bars on Saturday night or, or with the boys or whatever. You realize now that this is going to take 90%, if not all of your attention is building the family now and making sure your family's strong, making sure your family's good. And the little child you brought into the world, you have to try to make sure that they grow up with some of the things you've learned and realize that they're going to be their own person with a little bit of you. Um, but more their own person and go on their way and hopefully not make any, as you say, you know, like the top five mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Man. Yeah. So, no doubt. Well, I, thought- you know, I was going to say there are no, 
you know, there are all these self-help books out there that you know people read to try to be better parents to try to be better with their kids man you're not and, gonna get it in the book know, man it's no 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 yeah yeah exactly because, uh, you know books are what they are and, and you can take it for what it's worth yeah um take it at face value um but you know there is no rule book in being parents out no. there at all it's all trial and error. You, you will make mistakes as a parent and they will make mistakes as a kid. It is how you learn from them and how you deal with them, I think, is what, how everybody grows. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I agree. Well, fellas, mm. keep on keeping on, man. If nobody else tells y'all, I'm going to tell y'all. Y'all mm -hmm. are great men <laughs> and great fathers. Thank you. And then on Father's Thank Day, you very when, much. No, when nobody does anything special for you, just remember <laughs> what I said today. <laughs> Remember what I said today. Yes, sir. And Thank you very you much. Guys, you guys are great fathers, great men. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Keep that's on, right. Keeping that's, on. that's all I got to say, man. I thought it was pretty productive. Want to thank everybody for listening. I hope they were in, motivated or inspired by what little bit we could impart on you about fatherhood and family life. Uh, maybe it solidified some things you already had in your head or gave you some new ideas. Uh, we appreciate your support. Hope you continue to listen to us. Look for us on Spotify, Google, or even Apple Podcasts. Wherever you choose to listen to us, please subscribe so you will not miss a story when the next one comes out. Thank you for your support. Find us on Facebook. And please always remember to have a conversation with an open mind.